back to Privet Check, a podcast where two girls from different backgrounds come together to unveil the reality of modern society. I'm Lavlene. And I'm Shivangi. Through this podcast, we're going to reach out to the privileged. You already know you are because you have access to this podcast. And teach them the one-on-ones how to not be a privileged In this episode of the unscripted segment of Privet Check, we will be talking about entrepreneurship firstly and reviewing everything that we have done in the past month and talk about our episodes in a little more detail and give a few documentary recommendations because you can never not do that when you have asked yeah. and maybe cool. go off track and make political jokes and all of that yeah 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 but that's just if you're a you like a like regular a, usual regular sorry <laughs> if you're a regular listener then you would know that right cool. nothing new for you yeah but for yeah. those who aren't regular so, listeners yeah. this episode as the title claims is completely unscripted and these are just thoughts we have on the go yeah yeah cool <laughs> so i think we should just dive like right, right. into yeah. uh, the topic of the episode yes it sort of ties in i mean i i think we briefly touched upon it like when you we were reviewing the white tiger uh which is like of which by the way got nominated for an oscar so kudos to whoever wrote the screenplay yeah but yeah i yeah. think we've touched briefly upon entrepreneurship and the way hard work is glorified but i don't think we've ever had like a full length episode about this so yeah guys so this is like our moment to just shame every um linkedin influencer you follow and like literally shame every top businessman you think is so innovative and so creative and just so revolutionary as you guys love to go so yeah this is just us doing that so, you know what's really ironical is that there are a bunch of posts on linkedin that talk about the privilege of being entrepreneurs there's like a whole yeah. range there's of articles yeah there's one of these uh, uh, yeah there's one by asim qureshi is the ceo of jibbel which is like this platform that helps employees pay the employers pay their employees if i'm not wrong and he ba- and literally every post by him is just breaking these stereotypes people have about entrepreneurship and the white dominated uh, i you know the white dominated field of entrepreneurship so it's mm-hmm. just him breaking down how it's he had the privilege and so did a lot of people to quit corporate jobs and take a dive into something like this so i read a similar article in uh, on linkedin itself by a possible uh, by this uh, one of the people who was uh, the candidate to be the mayor in nyc and uh, i is it, is it andrew yang i genuinely don't remember that name i was thinking of some andy but uh, i literally don't remember the name but i am hoping it is andrew yang <laughs> let me look yeah. it up but that's very ironic because andrew yang is a billionaire so <laughs> yeah okay um so basically this uh 
we will probably put like a line or something no we're not doing anything any editing i'm not doing any editing um i was saying that i read this article and it actually backs up whatever you were saying that most <coughs> okay it is andrew yeah it is andrew man he confirmed it it's he is andrew a nominee he is a candidate for nyc mayor elections yeah okay yes okay amazing shivangi like brownie points to shivangi let's Be, uh, because your privilege check is also our logo for you is glowing brighter that's your reward yeah i'm amazing <laughs> okay what the article spoke about was how most of the entrepreneurs in um, in the uk actually according to 2014 were mostly men that's around 84% uh, no 72% were men and out of these Uh, out of all of them 84% were white so literally white man privilege really prevails so what shivangi saying is not just in the air there's like literal facts to back all of yeah. it up yeah this just reminds me of how uh, you know i don't know if you know this but bumble went public recently right and bumble ceo was a woman and there's this really like one picture that just went viral on every platform of like whitney if i'm not wrong that's her name so whitney holding her baby because she was a new mom and everything so it's just and i remember certain people just going and saying that this is uh some people applauded it right they were like oh wow look at her like she's just balancing these two facets of like her life good for her such a super woman and everything and these similar comments were there when uh, justinda uh, had a similar photo going viral as well so these these are comments that you know that was circulating and then there were some people who said that uh, getting photos like these viral are very against uh, the stereotype of a super mother and of some it just she just says that it's completely relevant to include a woman's personal life into her entrepreneurship which is really a like something that a lot of women have to battle into and that's why you see how little the numbers are of women in entrepreneurship so the only way they can balance two things is by being a super woman if that is the term or whatever so i think there's a lot of Thing, lot of negativity surrounding women in entrepreneurship as well, and for completely invalid reasons, and for very personal reasons, you know, like they'll just project. Uh, women will just project what their insecurities are onto all of these like public figures, and be like not okay with how they are being portrayed, even though that person who's being portrayed has no problem with uh, talking about their personal life or their family while they're in the limelight. so there's a lot of this like really like entrepreneurship's kind of very male dominated and especially white dominated because whitney again is white yeah yeah um recent studies also showed that more women are uh, everybody knows that they're not entering business and they're not coming up with startups basically but a lot of women are uh, are graduating at least like in 2017ish 2014 2017 i'm getting the figures messed up but somewhere it was almost 52% of wo- more women were actually graduating which means that they 
while they are also trying to get on with their careers and they're actually trying to make something out of themselves but entrepreneurship still stays at a risk and which is like which is almost like stating an obvious but there is a clear gender divide right here which yeah. which genuinely and the numbers speak the numbers genuinely speak how much uh it's simply a simply by the fact of your genitals that you are already having uh limitations to say the least yeah this reminds me of how i mean it won't be surprising i don't even remember when she was the prime minister but it won't be surprising that when margaret Thatcher was the prime minister for England. I remember seeing this documentary of hers, and when she was a prime minister, and when she was gaining prominence in uh, like English politics, I, she was a mother back then. I remember, and uh, no, she was not a mother. Sorry, she was a single woman, and she wasn't gaining prominence at all. uh in politics because of her being of this there were a lot of reasons i don't remember it has been a long time since i watched the documentary but i remember like one of the reasons was the fact that she uh she doesn't look serious that was one of the reasons they gave that an unmarried woman uh, venturing into politics did not look serious and margaret thatcher is controversial for a lot of reasons but you know what actually it's so sad but what actually got her the approval of like the white males and like the ones who were dominating the conversation of english political sphere back then was that she married a very rich person i am not kidding i wish i was kidding she married a, so i love i love also love how margaret thatcher was un like completely unapologetic about it she said that uh, she married this rich person so that this person could fund everything she is doing and so she could have a better uh, you know like a better people would just hear her more better and like would really acknowledge and respect her voice and even when she had children and i think that she gained prominence only when she had children because i remember very distinctly that she was not she was not even an mp i think uh, when she gave birth to like the first child so do you realize, like and this is obviously in the 70s or 80s but it's so crazy how you people didn't take you seriously because of that like okay let me gather my thoughts i thought a lot of things while yes. you were talking because you spoke about her in various dimensions i feel like number 1 yeah. she has taken t- um being a trophy wife to another level if i must say what a woman imagine a being the prime minister yeah <laughs> this yeah, uh, i love her yeah. yeah i mean being she's another, very controversial but she's very bold but yes, yeah yeah exactly like saying mm-hmm. that okay i'm going to get money gets reach okay money can money makes money uh, yeah so uh being able to boldly say that i am marrying a rich man because i have things to do and this guy's money can help me do this i think that's amazing yeah. i think that's absolutely amazing and about her getting a uh, recognition only after um, you know having babies having babies 
babies are cute or whatever but like i think this also ties back to the fact that people link women to uh, to babies and people link uh, super women to uh, use the very term uh, they link super women to women who can handle a lot of things to women who can multitask to women who will probably go uh, get up at 4 in the morning cook nashta for their family go f- go to office. a woman who is from a safola ad yeah safola <laughs> mccain ad okay yeah mccain ad sorry basically those women that who would juggle work and office and kids and the kids and she'd come thake hare and uh, like it's a But share the load campaign is- right smile is just going to uplift her entire yeah, mood and she's exactly. just full of energy yeah yeah somehow it's that that's what super women are but you know i i just want to say that that's not how people view men or that's not how people view men in power right they will they will not look at men and say that you need to um like yeah gen- Of, of course men have their own uh, different problems of parental leave or whatever uh, not saying that they don't but that's not a particular clause that has been put to recognize men as amazing men or men who have done something uh, mahan and something great they are not in expected. fact being good fathers is yeah. you know good fathers is considered uh, somebody you know, who provides the good fathers are looked down upon apparently yeah yeah, yeah. like a person no, no, a I person like uh, yeah i go, yeah like a good father in this i think you uh, just to be like absolutely clear and not to get hate because like we did in our episode on gender um what she mangi means is um a good father in the terms of a father who can i explain No I just when I'm saying good fathers I mean fathers who care provide and are available for their children because that is what bringing a person into the world is about you don't just give birth to them and forget about them until they turn 21 and when you're like excitedly looking for them to like get married that's not how fatherhood works so if you're becoming a father you have to be attentive and uh, there's also that's what you know I mean by good father and that's what even being a good father is looked down upon because you know why do you care so much like, like why you have emotions i mean yeah how <laughs> dare you feel you inhuman person how dare yeah. like you even how that's supposed how dare to be your a heart stone heart when she cries that's supposed exactly. to be a stone heart how why yeah. do you have four walls what are no, you going to do with four walls okay you have an artificial heart okay bro yeah. bro you have an artificial heart you can't do that and do this this doesn't work here <laughs> anyway um like for example if you look at jeff bezos like he's supposed to be like the great person the greatest entrepreneur out there the guy who is getting yeah. it and uh, the dude but, who apparently innovated customer obsession even though it yeah. existed years before that but cool okay customer yeah. obsession cool cool exactly and that i think everybody calls him i uh, i know 
दिस इज अ कॉन्वर्जेशन दैट हैज बीन आउट देर बट आई थिंक लेट्स जस्ट शाइन मोर लाइट ऑन इट सो एवरीबडी कॉल्स हिम लाइक अ सेल्फ मेड मैन बट नो बडी शिवांग इज ऑलरेडी रोलिंग हर आईज ओके सो आई एम गोइंग टू just say that everybody calls him a self made man and nobody really realizes the kind of privilege that he came in with that everything that he had nobody realizes that so how much of it is just himself and i'm going to pass the mic to shivangi to go ahead with this because she's already yeah, because, rolling her eyes <laughs> yeah okay thank you because i was waiting for this i i absolutely i'm just going to group all of these like influencers and these really popular business leaders and entrepreneurs into one category and you have your elon musk here you have your um, uh, what is his name man you just said jeff bezos yes. here you have all of these like thought makers and thought changers and you have steve jobs here and like you have all of these people that people look up to and think they're so cool and everything okay steve they look up to them as innovators a lot like somebody who's done yeah. something who's created something all of these yeah. big ass creators yeah. you guys <laughs> Oh God! I hope there are like no under eighteen uh, listeners. I, I, we have. Because... It's really funny how out of the two of us, the first person to have used an expletive is me. I mean, yeah. How is it possible? Really... I do that in every episode, and it's expected of me. Yeah. That's how Angi will like. Yeah. But wow, lovely. Thank you. Please yeah. go ahead. Okay. I hope our listeners are not traumatized. Yeah. So, Yeah. Don't complain. Don't report, Lavin. Okay. She's going through a lot. Okay. Anyways, so now going back to talking about these privileged chomis that the world aspires to be, and the world cannot stop talking and yapping about. I mean, one of them's the techno king of Tesla. First of all, how dumb is that name? Like, why? Isn't the entire point of like? Did I freeze? My no. internet connection is unstable. no you didn't freeze but it's really funny because you know when the first time that i heard techno king of tesla all i could think of was this sounds like a tollywood movie being dubbed into hindi you know the ones you read on your free channel on tv that your father will watch hada hada like he'll yeah. watch one part of it and then he'll go do something else and then after a while he's watching another part so you know the movie but like in half So it's Tollywood yeah. dubbed into Hindi. That's how it sounds. Like uh, that's, shrap, that's ek, shrap, a poison or something. <laughs> it sounds like a Hot Wheels uh, set or something like Techno King of Tesla. Like it's just so dumb, man. It sounds like an like, amateur like, rapper oh name. Techno King. This is DJ yeah. Techno King for you guys. I hope you are hey, having good night. What's up, Mumbai? <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, King. And the boy says, "Hey, this is the techno. This is the techno king beat." <laughs> uh, like now, coming back to talking about Bezos, this entire idea about him being a self-made man. This person literally gave up uh, on his. job if i'm not wrong i keep forgetting bezos origin story but i think he gave up on his job because he wanted to make an internet business or something like that and people keep talking about how 
look at this man he has so much passion and he has so much drive for pursuing what he wants but are we going to forget the fact that his parents were always going to be there for him if he failed are we going to forget the fact that his wife and this was a conversation that uh, it's so funny because i remember this documentary i saw about bezos and they had a lot of clips from uh, when he was quite early in the business and uh, he i don't think he even had the talk with his wife about quitting the job and plunging into amazon he never had the talk like this is supposed to be an equal partnership right aren't you supposed to decide taking plunges like this before and uh, i don't know what was the name mckenzie if i'm not wrong but mckenzie was like not okay with this entire thing she was just like okay i get it's your passion but uh, it's kind of like just sprung sprung this on me without any notice but that's another thing this man was did not even have a decency to tell his life partner that he wants to quit his job that he quit his job by that was that and uh, talking about self made his parents funded his entire thing and if you look at early clips of bezos talking about amazon which wasn't succeeding for a very long time because uh, you know they were talk they, they hadn't figured out a strategy and this brings me to like even uh, talking about successful businesses and how people look up at these entrepreneurs for their mindset it's not mindset you should look at them for it's a strategy their mindset is just a facade they put on so you get distracted and you think this lifestyle is going to change your life it's not it's strategy i'll give you a very simple example about amazon and why it is successful not why it is successful but why it continues to be there's this uh, fashion amazon has a lot of in-house fashion brands okay one of them i don't remember the name but one of them uh, and all of these in-house fashion brands what they do is they like look at the street for anything that is hip right now and there was this footwear brand i don't again remember the name but there is a footwear brand uh, that got really popular for its designs and uh, it was gaining momentum and it was just getting a lot of orders and it was basically very hip at the time and then <clears throat> amazon like formed this in-house fashion brand it swooped in it's literally literally copied the designs from to the t it copied the designs of that footwear brand sold it under a different name and if this doesn't get worse you know what they did every time a user uh, they cut off the contract with that brand first of all so you if you so now the user if the user wants that particular brand's footwear and if they search for their brand's name they manipulated their search strategy like that so every time you type that og brand's name their in-house brands going to come up at like half the price this is what you need to copy guys you don't need to copy their mindset you really need to copy how jeff bezos quit his job and literally was passionate about internet businesses you need to copy business strategies another example i'm going to give is oyo because uh, we're covering oyo for one of our organizational behavior projects so i i was looking at it and i stumbled upon this article about <clears throat> about oyo being like uh, there's a secret behind oyo's popularity right and uh, what ha- what makes oyo so great is the for- like the affordability right turns out how they make this affordable and turns out how they acquire so many hotels into the businesses is that these hotels are not actually registered so they start acquiring hotels that are not registered that are unbranded 
now if you acquire hotels like that of course your uh, like list is going to be endless and that's why they are the one of the that, that that's why they're india's biggest hospitality giant right now so that's what people need to copy and i think this is just it just all boils down to the fact that people get so absorbed on the face behind a corporation that you don't realize the strategies that corporation is using and amazon has used great strategies i will never say that amazon has been completely uh, has just blowed up because of luck or something no they've had great strategies and they have been ruthless strategies all their strategies have been ruthless and that's what you need to be in order to move up the ladder that's my entire point don't copy mindsets don't follow the personality like even elon musk like if you look at this person this people keep talking about how you know he's so brilliant and everything man he's a white man in south africa a colony of the british empire you think that that makes him so damn privileged i mean you look at the continent of africa three fourth it has literally no law and order you look at what what's happening in ethiopia right now you look at what's happening in sudan right now dictatorships are rising local forces are literally standing up against the central leaderships nobel prize peace prize winners in myanmar are literally just literally terrorizing the people and you're telling me that one white man from south africa made a difference and that's why we or poc should be inspired by him that's dumb and talking about elon musk his privilege and his ignorance is what makes him so frustrating to me he literally i am quoting him right now in one i was watching all of these entrepreneurship motivational video do not ask me why i just really like how they edit videos and i was just watching it and in one video i kid you not i'm literally going to quote him right now he said that his heart breaks to when he sees either people be sad or uh, poor people his heart literally breaks and he had like tears in his eyes and everything and i was just going what the hell am i watching what is this garbage what is this i mean come on i think sonam kapoor can act better than this okay <laughs> guys you should watch aisha that's more interesting than uh, uh, elon musk's act watching aisha's review is more interesting than elon rant and now i am done lovely you can take the stage yeah i was waiting that she is going to get done she spoke about one person i was like okay she's going to get done i have things to say about this i will continue and then she goes to another person i was like okay she'll get done now and i have things to say but then she goes over that other person and then she no. forgets what she was no. saying <laughs> elon musk is no, a i hate entrepreneurship i hate him with all my guts i hate all of these big people you know who okay lovely we can continue i'll say this at the end <laughs> Now I forgot what I was saying. Who uh, you should have taken notes now. दिख रहा है ना कि मैं चुपी नहीं हो रही हूँ. You should have taken notes. Pause. Take notes when Shivangi speaks. That's like the new thing I have to do now. Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to recap what all I said? <laughs> no, no way. Am I letting you speak anymore? <laughs> I am not <laughs> going to let you speak. Okay, so of course, Shwangi had to go on a rant. Coming back to after gathering all of my thoughts, coming back to what I had to say, which was actually a lot, and I can only remember it in parts. So, um, essentially, 
let's add value to what uh, let's add abstract ideas to what shivangi gave examples to ideally we would go the other way around but shivangi is way too passionate let's just say that <laughs> shivangi is not going to forgive me yeah so being an entrepreneur or being an innovator being a creator basically being and starting something of yourself making it original making it absolutely original it takes a lot of efforts not just as she said not just by the mindset but by virtue of what you will have to put into it so your resources your capital all of that matters now to add before we delve into all of that just to give you a much clearer or a more precise view of what oyo does is surprisingly shivangi it's not that it's buying the entire property and all of the unregistered properties unregistered hotels as well okay it's actually buying rooms from them so it's like saying you have 12 rooms that you're going to give for hire i'm going to take excuse me i'm going to take six out of those you maintain it you take care of the property i'm just going to give you money i'm going to take it at a subsidized price i'm going to give you money and whenever somebody books a room through me that room which i have booked from you i will take money from them for it so they get like a profit margin yeah. there because they are not going to put in for the maintenance that's, basically that's every yeah that's every rental law platform when yeah. it comes to hospitality that's how they do things yep exactly so while it's very easy for them uh, to boast to boast about being large and to boast about uh, having outlets literally everywhere because also young billionaires yeah because he was 17 he was 17 when he 19 when he started it yeah so he was basically our age we are starting a podcast um <laughs> ritesh agarwal is starting an empire yeah. yeah okay yeah but if okay let's take this as an example you know what let's if you look at this i think this shivangi mentioning this really brings a lot of uh, perspective into what we are going to say it brings in a lot more dimensions into what i was originally going to say so if you take us shivangi and lovely to uh, <laughs> broke idiots on this podcast and you take i forgot the name i literally we literally just said the name let's take oyo empire okay 19 year old guy starting oyo empire what did oyo empire Nidesh. have yeah yeah what did he have basically money to start like basically we don't even have mics okay guys we don't have mics <laughs> and uh, we might say something offensive right now let's not say that let's, let's, let's not let's yeah. not say anything offensive right now but it also comes down to how you get this money you probably have inheritance or you have the support of your parents because i don't know i haven't or it could be that our view of the world is quite small and we haven't met any 19 year old billionaires or 19 year old people who have like a large huge amount of money 
but the thing also comes down to a normal 19 year old will not have it you probably get it from your parents you get it as inheritance you get it from somebody there is no way you're going to get a loan if you want to start a you you are 19 year old imagine going to a bank and saying hi mujhe start up karna i'm like going to buy like a bunch of hotel rooms yeah <laughs> they, they got right. investment as per oyo of course his father uh, obviously supported yeah. but most of their investment they got from this japanese japanese like uh, venture capitalist called softbank which is very popular So that makes sense, but yeah, hmm. they did have that. He did have his parents, but obviously he's nineteen. Exactly. So obviously, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The thing is, anywhere to build a contact. Like I always say, that money makes money. I think I said this already in uh, the, I don't know, a while back in this episode or something. But I literally always say that money makes money, and you would need to have something in hand. You can't go out. to try making money without having something in hand if you even have to make a phone call you need to have that 10 rupees ka recharge in your phone right so it's somewhere down the line that you get that sort of support you also get support like i read this wonderful article uh, online i think it was on the medium or something where it spoke about how uh, entrepreneurship is a lot about taking um stress that's not called for it's investing yeah. in stress because you are not only taking the burden of not having a a stable income source you so all this entire mindset of like it's my passion and i'm going to leave everything and i'm going to leave my job and going to invest all of my time into this you would be required to take the unrequited stress you would be required to have a uh, to have uh at least some reliance so that you don't have to rely on a stable source of income so you don't have to especially uh think that i need to go to work or i won't have food on the table or i do i have a family to support if those are not your thoughts then for sure you can go ahead with like starting up your own business of leaving your job not telling your wife about it you can go ahead by doing that when you have parents who are there to like invest into your uh venture into your aspirations and all of that okay so you can afford to have that mindset of i will leave my job and do what i'm passionate about when you have the privilege of not having the pressure of putting the two meals on the table every single day right that's one thing that it completely boils down to and that pressure again of that the entire idea of not having that pressure also has a lot more aspects into it what will my family say how would the society react as a woman like i keep coming back to this like as a woman you probably if you want to have if you want to be a career woman everybody wants you to especially have at least like i don't know at least i have faced a majority of times where they would expect you to when you say you are a career woman you, they expect you to have some sort of stable source of income right or or it's a small business all the all the while like it's a small business chal raha it's always that um uh if you talk about um if you if you talk about people coming from a lower socio economic background again 
like money of course money plays like a major major role into it and i've said this a lot of times let's not i'm not going to go back to it so something like gender something like your race like um as we said earlier a lot of white men are doing it okay a lot doing of- it <laughs> a lot of white men are getting into are following their aspirations coming up with startups they're taking up more business based roles instead of going into the conventional uh, industry based and going into the conventional job 9 to 5 working because also that i we would say that that's not the sort of expectation that is there for them that's a prerequisite that there's not that expectation that you have to like put you or you you have to be able to provide at all times or you will be a disgrace to the family right it also comes down to how a lot more people are into the workforce there like it has comparatively more women in the workforce so if you have a homemaker you have a wife who is earning you can do that that the person has the man has somebody to rely on I agree I think we barely uh, see like people of color do this and even uh, within India like to see people from marginalized communities you don't see people from marginalized communities go and become like CEOs and everything and uh, exactly. even somebody exactly. like Kiran Mazumdar Shaw I remember seeing this very eerie video by her where she's talking about how she came late she became the pepsico like chairman okay and so she was uh, celebrating in the office or something like that chairwoman sorry <laughs> chairwoman like what i i remember thinking in my brain that shwang you're making a mistake somewhere but i just <laughs> couldn't point she was a chairwoman or uh, something like i don't remember but she got like this really big position in pepsico and she came home really late and her mother in law was really bad at her and she pulled up in her car and her mother in law was like chao mere liye doodh leke aao and everything and i remember, i thought kiran mazumdar shah would be like i won't do it there are servants for this why will i do it and but her mother in law was stressing ki no you are the you do this and you know what's so eerie about this is kiran mazumdar shah actually defended her mother in law she was like of course my mother in law uh, yeah she defended her she said that my mother in law was completely valid in her argument if i am i may be the pepsico chairwoman outside of this house but i am still her daughter in law and i'm still inferior in this house so obviously i'm going to do what she asks me to do and i was so weirded out by this video because you think leadership is going to get you power and going to get you this status in life where nobody can be superior to you but you see becoming a woman you have this added uh, burden that you have an entire family and people to appease while you're running a corporation so yeah i definitely think we should have a master mm-hmm. yeah i completely uh, get what you're saying and i remember this particular incident as well i think we were discussing this in class once as well like i think in our first year i think uh, if i'm not wrong but uh, i don't I remember th- anything from first year this was just a recent youtube video i saw that's all yeah but uh, i remember basically talking about how she how kiran majumdar had to uh, said that she had her roles at home that despite being like a 
powerful woman in the industry after being like a person a good earning person okay that's not petty cash that's big money that's ice ice baby okay she <laughs> i was expecting you to just roll out in like a rap or like a freestyle rap about ice ice baby no i don't rap okay um yeah i was saying that it's not that she's just an other woman going to a 9 to 5 job who's going to make 10 calls at her workplace or maybe be the manager and but like still come back home to make aloo parathas with extra ghee she's not that kind of a woman she's getting big money she can hire servants she can get people to do her job but the fact that she goes back home to be a wife to be a bahu to be a daughter in law to be a mother and the way that she's proud about that fact as well like she's she's like yeah it is what it is that's what what it is for her she's like it is what it is and um, um i i know that this idea also comes from how much it is glorified in the indian culture right it's way to glorified that you will be a mom like you are tumhara aurat hone ka phal is your bachcha or whatever like it's like i shivangi and i both disagree with this like we're both shivangi loves babies okay she loves babies but we just we're too feminist for this <laughs> um yeah but it's it boils down to the fact that this idea of being a super mom okay not a super woman super mom is way too glorified and i think that needs to stop also while we are at it with indian culture i think uh, like you were mentioning like we both were actually talking how people of color are not not uh, we won't see a lot of them in uh, as innovators as people who are starting new things as people who are investing and i feel like the reason there is because um you need a lot of faith to invest your money we are too protective of our money okay we care about our money we respect our money we love our money okay so you need a yeah. lot of faith and a lo- and you need a lot of support so all these big big brain stories big money stories you learn you uh, read about you listen to it's always uh, when you know when in the company you're taking your little trophy they start with i want to thank my parents for always being so supportive what if you don't have supportive parents ha huh? kya kar loge what if every point of your life you've been told that you are not going to make it what if you have been told that you know what shwangi i understand that you're putting your money into like this little podcast thing you're doing but like that's not going to work shwangi then your yeah i hear it every day from my parents only <laughs> so yeah like ye important nahi we get it a lot like yeah so see that's why like 10 years down the line we pro- if you see us make big money like you should be proud of us because this is where we started small <clears throat> anyway coming back to like indian culture does not necessarily have this idea of going out of the box of going uh, out going uh, going completely out there and exposing yourself to a lot of risk because you have that pressure again coming back to you need faith ek to the first thing is you need faith that you will blow up 
that you will get big and you will be able to make this work which does not really it's not what the stereotypical male family would be like you don't get that kind of idea or you don't get that kind of support or you don't get that kind of motivation that you will be able to do this it's very discouraged even like i think i was watching a youtube video of why it is not great to stand out in japan <laughs> like literally that's the title of the video and where they say that they have to like they almost have a monotonous life monotonous life because and they they are set into this routine because they're expected to be that way so they have a entire set of expectations which they easily just fall into and i feel like indian yeah. culture does mimic that a lot it's not as stringent as japan maybe but it's still there and i think that again brings and that again gives us like a back foot it gives us a disadvantage in being innovators basically mm. yeah now i went on a rant so so shivangi do you have any last comments any last thoughts or any concluding concluding lines that you would like to say i think we all know i pretty much exhausted everything i had to say in one go right now so i don't have anything to say regarding to entrepreneurship but i do have like some uh, like because avlina and i are movie buffs i think instead of documentary recommendations i know we mentioned that and i linked the documentaries i've talked about in the description but how about uh, this episode you don't go out with an only a privilege check like what if what if we give you like some uh, romcom um recommendations what do you think lovely i really like that idea okay like guys sometimes chill bhi kar liya karo okay ha yaar itna serious hone ka zarurat nahi hai let's start chilling okay thing two people who whose yeah. friendship is based on professionalism who made an entire podcast but <laughs> not chill yeah tells you to chill okay yeah yeah like an entire podcast is about not chilling so let's chill cool cool like i i remember telling shivangi that i watched two romcoms in one night i was super emo and i watched like two romcoms in one night which was an accomplishment okay and uh, they were both really great i i mean i felt like they were really great so why don't you watch it one of them was always be my maybe and i know a lot of people a lot of people haven't heard about it and uh, but yeah i think it has good representation in it like a a fairly good amount of representation in it and uh, yeah i don't want to talk more about it and spoil it i don't know if i should should i just like give yeah, them just like just explain the plot <laughs> and like ruin it it's, it's basically two it's basically two best friends uh, fall apart and uh, fall back together classic classic trope uh shivangi knows the reason why i was watching all these uh, best friend romcoms i and, actually uh, don't yeah i told you oh Oh, and oh, uh, yeah, wait, whatever. That's not necessary for our uh, listeners to know. Why don't you go ahead, Shivangi? Recommend some. You said you had watched two movies. 
you just recommend you want to see the other one the other one was sleeping with other people it's not that great obviously sleeping with other people is never great <laughs> sorry <laughs> couldn't resist but yeah but like it's it's the sort uh, i would say that the plot is very different it's a kind of a plot that i haven't i haven't come across before i mean i would say a lot i i wouldn't say that i would say a lot of romcoms don't have this classic plot like best friend lovers is a classic plot okay that's not mahan but this wasn't it was basically like uh, it was also two friends who fall apart but uh, they fall back to, again together <laughs> because um, because uh, they're sex addicts or something like that i don't know yeah amazing so i haven't watched romcom movies i watched romcom shows which is even worse because it never gets over in two hours shivangi why are you lying i know you watch <laughs> yeah i watch romcom shows and uh, there is a movie i haven't watched it recently but it had it's really a wholesome movie it's called friends with kids it's just it's, oh yes it's it's one of it has been my, one of my favorite movies for so long because so uh, <laughs> it friends with kids just has such a great dynamic it's basically the plot is about two friends okay who don't have any like any physical attraction for the other their best friends they've known each other like all throughout their life and stuff so literally seen up close everything and these two people come together and the woman wants a baby and but she doesn't want to get married because uske friends ka marriage fall apart ho raha so she wants a baby so she like her best friend was adam scott who's also in the movie that lovely mentioned i think we have some sort of adam scott fetish and we are just realizing that we have that but uh, adam scott's a friend and uh, they both get together and they have this baby now all of the friends are married so all of them make it their business to remind them that this is not going to work after the baby is born and this entire movie is just a journey of that and it's just it's so good like i love wholesome friendships that break apart and then you come back together i love friendships so much so yeah okay i'm going to ignore i ever yeah. said that but i just love wholesome yeah. friendships a lot but uh, yeah like hmm please complete but that's a movie i watched now shows uh none of these are english uh, language shows so one of the shows i watched that has really good representation for mental illness and like how deep it affects people and how bad parenthood and all of that uh, for people is it's okay to not be okay uh, it's a south korean series and it's about this this man and uh, this woman who's like uh, a sociopath or something like that she's really like really messed up in the head matlab she'll come up to like random kids and tell when the random kids are like i want to be like a princess like you when i grow up and this girl who's like a children's book writer she'll be like i don't want you to be a princess be a witch be ugly be wild that's what she tells children and i'm just i that's that's great advice she i cannot even tell you loving her character is so relatable and you realize the back story and you realize <laughs> just oh, this is why she's relatable and everything and oh wow so this is this is, you you, you know, know i i 
I did watch a similar movie in English recently. Like Romedy Now is something else, guys. Please, uh, but uh, I did, and I can't remember the name. Actor. I can't remember. Plot. It's not like a very famous one. I watched it half because I had to get to class. It's basically this woman um, who is suffering from like a uh, mental illness. um and i i watched it half so like i don't know what it is but like she has a daughter and she's she's like super rich so she's bought a a big mansion in like a good neighborhood you know like the good neighborhood kind of places and shivangi is like literally going to search this up yeah and uh, i have one more movie that i can't remember the name of and i love it but i want to recommend it but you can search that as well so like she's bought this house in this amazing neighborhood and she's separated from her husband and her husband she and all of her problems are triggered when her husband she and their daughter decide to go on a trip to the antarctic yeah i'm not kidding and then they have like this entire convention for her to get her into therapy and all of that okay movie where okay god What rubbish movie are you watching? That's not available. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, movie let's, where? Let's not. Okay. Movie where? Shivangi just let it go. Daughter, go to Antarctica. Shut up. <laughs> This is an easier search. Where did you go, Bernadette? Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Anyways, now I was talking about my series. I'll continue that. So, anyways, the. the story is like you know every time you tell me that i attach behavior to psychological reasons and everything i got most of my ideas from this movie it tells you so much about personalities and people and it's so good and it has such a good chemistry between like the main leads as well so it's such a realistic story and so good because there's no evil person here it's just pure insecurity and everything. when will you tell us the name i told you the name it's okay to not be okay the first thing oh, i said oh, you oh i didn't hear it you were probably lagging for me but uh, this has been on my watch list like it's saved saved with me for so you long should, but i haven't watched it you'll watch it you will cry a lot i've cried in every episode because every episode feels like you're talking yeah. about me <laughs> is weird you know, i'm comparing myself to yeah. a sociopath but um, yeah it has been that like that. sort of like who i am Yeah, I I was actually saying that like if nothing, just go watch ten things I hate about you, and that's your day. I watched that. Also, like I really, re- I really like watching movies like rom coms with kids in it. Weirdly, okay. And then I thought you were going to me. I thought you were going to say bad boy to good girl because that's a t- bad boy and good girl because that's a trope I love. Which reminds me, another movie you guys should watch yeah. if you're done with your part. 
yeah there's a movie i need you to search actually get your skills like one of them like two movies that i always think of would be one is little manhattan and everybody knows it and uh, like, josh hutcherson so cute there. so cute yeah and uh, the other one is basically there's this girl who moves in to uh, who moves into this new neighborhood and there's a guy like uh, she's like the girl next door to this really nice guy and this guy has like almost everything like he's the popular guy he's the good guy like and these are kids okay these are not like grown up people and the girl is like a complete no yes huh yes is it flipped i love yeah. flipped flipped is my favorite movie i love flipped shut up i love flipped my favorite is 51st day but like flipped is amazing i love flipped i literally my heart like starts hurting if i watch flipped like it's so wholesome i love bryce lowski i love i love i literally love this movie that i remember the character's name i love it I love Julie Baker. All yeah. of these characters. I sorry, Flipped is a very good movie. It's the um, most, the greatest movie. Anyway, guys, Shwang, did you have anything to add? We've given them a huge list. Okay? I have like, uh, huge. I list. had one last movie to give because I was talking about bad boy, good girl tropes because that's a trope I love a lot. Some absurd reason. Now let me just. find it mine is like best friend lover versus good girl bad yeah. boy yeah apparently you know us you already know us yeah i have a lot of issues so i like people who are rude to me and then become very nice to me <laughs> oh god i yeah it's called dog fight i don't know okay. if you've heard of it it's a very old no movie. i haven't it's 1991 and it has one of most attractive actors of 90s who in it it's called, the actor is river phoenix and dog fight is released in 1991 but it is about 1963 and it also has some satirical thing about how war destroys people oh my god what second i, I i'm sorry i just remembered uh, another movie i that i really love okay let me complete Yeah, yeah, that's why. Like, I got excited, and I was like, "No, let her complete." <laughs> you were about to end this right now, and now you want to recommend <laughs> another one. Amazing. Last one, please complete, so that I can yeah. see it and we can end. So, dog fight is about this guy who's in the Marines, who comes back, comes back from the Marines, and uh, he came back from like uh, Vietnam, if I'm not wrong, and he was really messed up and everything. And apparently, these Marines are like. you know they see a lot of gruesome shit so like what they basically do is they have all of these games where are, which are very dark right and one of these games were that uh, all of these marines like had to find the ugliest girl in the city they had to find the ugliest girl and you know pretend to be cute to pretend to be nice to her and everything and but dress her up in the ugliest way possible uh, this dress- is Yeah, this is the grown-up version of. Let me complete. This is like they dress her up, like like literally the ugliest girl you have to bring, and the bet is that the ugliest girl wins. Okay. 
Oh, and the dude who had the ugliest girl wins basically, and like he gets street cred and all that. So, oh, the main character gets this girl, thinks she's ugly, then gets to know her, falls in love with her, and everything, but then leaves her. Beach me. Oh, you know what the cutest part about this entire movie is? They only have one day before he goes back to like war. So the entire night they're together. They go to like this restaurant and everything, and it's just it's so wholesome because they're so young and so cute and like started so bad and everything. But it's one of my favorite movies. I love, I love Tom. I was, I was actually going to say it's like the, uh, it's like the grown up version. Grown up version of uh after, but I'm not going to ruin it like that. It's after about bringing the ugliest girl. It's not about bringing the ugliest girl, but it's like he starts dating this girl for a bet and oh, like for yeah. a dare and all of that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 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 I've read after actually, like half of it, even before it became a movie, because, uh, yeah. Okay. Had um, movie last ever. movie. Last movie for the day. Okay, it's uh down with love. Shut up! I love Down with Love. I love it. I, I, oh God! I remember. I remember the name. How can I forget the name? Oh my God! Bridget Jones, Wally. That I know, catcher. not the actress. I remember the character names also. Now I don't remember it for some absurd reason. But catcher love... is one of the character. The guy yeah. is catcher. Catcher. Yes. You're I just right. said it. How many times I told you? Oh, you got excited. Catcher block, catcher block, and Barbara Novak. Yeah, come on, this the yeah. the ending, lovely adventure. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. It's the best movie ever. It's it's, it's it's feminism before feminism. Okay. Yeah, I love it's it. It's feminism before feminism was a thing. It's also the guys so it's beautiful. Still It's amazing. It's just amazing. I don't want to spoil it by saying the plot. The plot is too glorious to be expressed in words. It's beautiful. I don't think. I don't think. I know we said that we have a lot. We can't do right now. justice defining yeah. the plot. Yeah, the plots. Just like I, I can't even tell you. I absolutely love it, and now I want to watch this right now. Even twenty-four karat gold. Yeah. Twenty-four K magic in this movie. Now I am very tempted to watch this right now. God, I want to watch all of this right now, but I have so much work to do. Anyway, I think we've already recommended too many movies for you guys to watch. Yeah, amazing. And we've also kind of lost the purpose of this podcast. Uh, is it about fangirling or is it about giving people privilege checks? Who's we will no, wonder about this? It's a story of two feminists turning and two uh, aspiring independent yeah. women turning into garbage. Yeah, it's That's what it's, it's we are example that feminism does not work. We're all women, yeah. we're yeah. all and women. all women. All women love, love. Okay, yeah. we love and it. So you cannot replace it with chocolate. Yeah, they love love. We can okay. I'm, reference ah. yeah women stereotypes exist we are proof yeah. that it exists and and oh. the, the stereotypes are true okay i mean yeah. i want a man 
I have to get married and have a baby. Hmm. Anyways, this is your privilege. That feminism is bullshit. Now, anyway, yeah. since we're done with the episode, we literally this is such a long episode. It's hurting my head to think about it. But thank you for listening to Privilege Check Podcast. If you like this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcast, or you can hit us up on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. All the socials are in the description. But don't and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Privilege Check. That's P R I V I L E G E C H K. And here's to an enlightened life. <laughs>